What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Mad Marcus Adam Dean OSU Wrestling Podcast. A very, very special episode today. We are joined virtually, of course, by Ryan Ryan Warner, the uh, founder, I guess, and creator, host of Wrestling Changed My Life Podcast. Ryan, how's it going, man? Outstanding. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So uh, I, I guess we're, we'll, we'll start off. I, I know you are coming out with a docu, do, uh, audio docu-series about the John Smith and the Smith family in, in a, um, next month, and we'll get to that later. But uh, at first, I, I, I guess we'll start off, you know, uh, Ryan, tell us a little bit about yourself and how uh, wrestling, wrestling did change your life. <laughs> yeah, so my name's Ryan Warner. I live in Chicago. I'm about a mile north of Wrigley Field right now, boys. Um, you like Portillo's? <laughs> love Portillo's. I'm a, I love Chicago food. I tell you, I'm a, a Lou Malnati's pizza guy. About every, mm. two Fridays a month, maybe every Friday, I'll order Lou Malnati's deep dish. But I do love Portillo's as well. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm a big, big Chicago fan. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I host a podcast called Wrestling Changed My Life. We just came up on our two-year anniversary. We've done um, like 185 episodes. Awesome. So been releasing two episodes a week for about damn near two years. And um, it's just been a lot of fun. It's, it's growing and people are liking it, which is great because I, I get more time to do the show. And, you know, one of the things we started doing outside of just interviews, because most of the show is just me interviewing another wrestler about their life, <laughs> whether it's Tom Brands or Gable or whoever. Um, but I've also started doing audio documentaries. And that's pr it's pretty much the same thing as a 30 for 30, but just podcast form. So if you're familiar with like the serial podcast, that was kind of a, one of the first big audio docs. Um, and so I've done a couple before, but got contacted in the spring to do one on the Smith family. And that's like a, it's like a dream come true. I mean, who doesn't love John Smith? I mean, I grew up idolizing John Smith, had his shoes, had the Matt wizards, got him for Christmas. It was that's incredible. Awesome. So uh, yeah, agreed to do it of course and started doing the research for the documentary in April and it's been damn near every day since. Um, the end product's going to be a seven episode audio doc where each episode will be about 30 to 40 minutes covering John Smith, Leroy Smith, and Pat Smith. Um, so pretty much from John's career or excuse me, from Leroy's career to when Pat won his fourth title in 94, that's the span of the documentary. Awesome. It'll come out in January. That's awesome. So what got you into wrestling in the first place? Were you a wrestler when you were a kid or something? Or like? Yeah, I was a wrestler. So I always tell people I was a good high school wrestler, not great, like a mm -hmm. state placer. And it was like a family affair. My younger brother, Tanner, he wrestled. And my mom and dad, even though they were split up, we went to tournaments every weekend. And you know, wrestling in Illinois is huge. And so just did it from the kindergarten all the way through. Um, and then after high school, coach for about five years and then went to San Francisco and is in the business world and wow. was really removed for it from it for about five years and when I moved back to Chicago two years ago that's when I got back into it that's awesome so uh something I was wondering you know uh uh wrestling is a sport you got into but 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 I my question to you is you know at, at that age uh I mean at that age what uh what uh drew you to the sport of wrestling I mean it's it it is an awesome sport. It's, it's, it, you know, it, it's an awesome sport, but a lot of people don't think of it, you know, as, as a number one sport. 
Yeah, I, I, it's a good question. I don't know. I mean, my, I had an older brother as well. He had wrestled. He's like 20 years older than me. He wrestled. Oh, wow. And when I was like first grade or second grade, I saw a pair of his wrestling shoes laying around. And they were like the old Asics Tigers. And I was, that was a moment for me where I asked my dad what those were. And, you know, those were wrestling shoes. And I went like two, three times a week to practice. But then in sixth grade, I just really kind of fell in love with it and started, mm-hmm. you know, working out and running and, and all that. So I think I, think I just like the, uh, the individuality of it. I was kind of an outcast. So I, I liked uh, that it was a, more of a fringe activity. Sure. Yeah. That, that, that's Do you really guys cool. wrestle? Any of you guys? Uh, no. I, you know, I wrestled Adam once behind uh, Ibo Hall. It didn't go too well for me. So, <laughs> Dean, what about you, my friend? I have not. I played just about every sport except wrestling. Okay. Yeah. And, so what, you, you, you three are the trio of reporters for the old Collie for the, the sports section? Is that how it works? Yeah. Well, yep. so we, we have a bunch for the sports section, but we are specifically covering wrestling this winter. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So yeah, it's a good are- thing we have Adam because – Dean and I are super inexperienced with it. Like we're starting to get a few way. So have you got to see? Uh, I mean, have you there. got to interview and talk with talk with John Debbie yet? Uh, uh, John Smith. John Smith. We've talked to. We've we've talked to a few of few of the other wrestlers. Uh, uh, Trevor Master Giovanni. Uh, Boo. Uh, Kate. Uh, Kate. Kate Brock is funny. Kate. Kate Brock is a funny guy to talk to. But no. In in uh in uh. In terms of alum, not not really yet. But I mean, we'll hope we all on the podcast you have an appreciation for what John Smith did in the early nineties. Oh, absolutely! I mean, that's yep. just incredible. I mean, to be ranked number one in the world for seven straight years is that's is ridiculous. Yeah, dude, you guys have one of the, my most fun wrestlers though. You got I can never remember if Anthony or AJ Ferrari, oh, yep. which one's at <laughs> Oklahoma State. He's AJ, the man though. AJ Ferrari. Yeah, you guys seen some of his Twitter shout outs and all his like yep, Trump yeah. rallying and all that around Jordan Burroughs? It's like, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's, uh, that's for uh, a sports writer, that's gold. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, as student writers, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're all getting started. I'm not sure if that's, you know, something that we could get into. That's appropriate I mean, or not? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. But, uh, okay. No, yeah, that's the thing. So me, I guess me personally, you know, uh, all of us have been uh, big sports fans. I've never really wrestled, but uh, believe it or not, I'm from Wyoming and, and our high school or the high school in, in Gillette, Wyoming at one point had Campbell County High School had a thir- a streak of 13 consecutive state titles. And, and so it's been it's been a dynasty here. This is a big, big wrestling town. So uh, I, you know, I've watched a lot of wrestling, but never really participated firsthand so gotcha. i well i i guess the question i was going to ask you you know you started off uh talking about how you know 30 for 30 well this is a docuseries but you know that's really interesting i want i wanted to know i mean obviously you could very easily make a, a make a, a 30 for 30 video but but i mean why why a docuseries specifically and yeah, yeah. so yeah so my goal is to make a, is to be a director for 30 for 30. So I think oh, I that's, see. that's like the crescendo. I mean, the last dance, I don't know if you guys watch that. Oh, that's like my, that's my dream. Like if I could make that I'm golden. So when I first started, you know, I've always been obsessed with documentaries. And so when I first started thinking about how do I make one, I don't know crap about filming or how to run a camera, 
but I did love interviewing people and I knew how to run a podcast. And so mm. an audio doc was just easier to tackle um, because you don't, you only have, you have the narration, which is me doing the voiceover. You do, I've interviewed like 35 people for this John Smith documentary. And then you have all the archival. So pulling up all these sure. old radio files, all these old TV interviews, and then you get a, a music score. And so you have those four elements and you put them all together to tell a cohesive story. It's daunting, but it's not as daunting as a film documentary. Um, so no question, would I love this to be a film doc? Yes, just because I'd want to watch it. But I also know how much, I, how much more podcasts I listen to because you can do them while you're working out or while you're on the go. Sure. And so um, within the next two years, I'll do a film doc, but I, it, was just, uh, it was just accessible and I could, I could kind of rip them off and not, I mean, like kind of reel them off pretty quickly. Yeah, and sure. that's how we got to this point. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's awesome because, you know, when I watch 30 for 30 or something I'm really uh, interested in is, you know, uh, all the archives, you know, like a old, yes. you know, like an old five o'clock newscast from, you know, 1980 or something like that. I I think, well, even, you know, writing stories for the Okali, I think the the research part of it and just putting putting the story together is so, so fun. That's my favorite part of doing this because because I'm a one-man band pretty much doing all yeah. of this. So anytime, I guess, so that what I like about it is that you get to experience each phase of it. So from April through July, it was research. And then once you're getting bored of research, now it's time to interview people. So from July through October, it was doing interviews and filming and shooting people and you know being on the ground, boots on the ground. And then once you kind of get tired of that, now it's time to write the script and edit it. And that's the part I'm in now. I was just writing episode seven this morning. Um, wow. And then come January will be the actual post-production where you're mixing it all together. And so there's so many different phases, but you're never on one more than a couple months. And so you don't get, you don't get uh, kind of bored of it. And so every time there's an, every step of the process of making one of these is a new challenge. So how uh, often have you put out a series? Uh, an audio doc I've done... I did a two-part series on Dan Gable, mm. and then I did a one-episode series on a, an Illinois wrestling story. So I've done three oh, wow. in total. That's cool. So this is by far the longest, though. Yeah, that and well, you know, that's something I was going to ask. Of course, you know, John Smith is this is this huge uh, figure in 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 wrestling. But I mean, is is not only John Smith, but the Smith family. Is that a story that you've been wanting to uh, tell for a long, long time? Absolutely. And it's, it's mainly one because, you know, anytime you tell a story, you want to humanize the people because sure. everyone thinks John Smith is this mystical, mythical figure. But, and same with Pat Smith. I mean, how crazy is it that, you know, John Smith wins the Olympics in 92. That's his sixth world title in a row. Yeah. Two years later, Pat Smith becomes the first four-time national champ ever. So pretty crazy um, that it all happened with one family. But if you really dig in and look, there were all these little obstacles along the way that they had to overcome. I mean, so for example, sure. coming into Pat Smith's senior season, 92-93, the NCAA banned OSU from competing at the 93 Nationals. Why? And so uh, recruiting infractions. And so in wow. 1990, the NCAA started investigating Oklahoma State for minor infractions. Mm-hmm. And they were super minor, like giving a wrestler 20 bucks to buy a meal, really wow. minor stuff. Um, and there's a, there's like 26 minor infractions in total. But what happened was once the head coach at the time found out there was mm-hmm. an investigation, he told all the wrestlers to lie. 
And so there's a big wow. cover-up led by the head coach. And all these wrestlers were lying to investigators for about a year. And then the NCAA found out and everyone kind of caved. And so now what was like this little infraction has blown into a huge investigation that took the NCAA three years. And finally, after they, they had done all these interviews and put all these wrestlers through the ringer, they laid down pretty much the death sentence. I mean, OSU was banned from competing at the 93 Nationals. And that was supposed to be Pat's senior year. So he had to redshirt and wait a whole other year to do it. Um, wow. And that was also John's first year coaching. So John's first year coaching, they went two and seven because all the good wrestlers were redshirting. That's wow. freaking crazy. Yeah, that's, that's um, nuts. I mean, another one that I love to tell is, you know, John Smith was in college for three years before he ever won a national title. His freshman year, he was ranked third in the country, goes to nationals, gets upset, and doesn't place. Doesn't even sniff the podium. His second year, he makes the finals. And this year, the nationals are in Oklahoma City, and he wrestles Jim mm -hmm. Jordan in the finals, the uh, congressman who's, like, all over the news. So Jim Jordan was an incredible wrestler. He beat John Smith in the finals, John's sophomore year. That's so now crazy. John had gone, he'd gone to college like two years without winning. And so he red shirts, spends some time going to some tournaments in Russia and he comes back a new man and then went on this run that we know him as now. But it's just, there's so many little ups and downs that I, I can't wait for people to learn about. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, e uh, even just as a fan that, I mean, that podcast or this docuseries is going to be super, super interesting. And well, the other thing, um, I wanted to ask, so you talked about, you know, uh, growing up, you were a huge wrestling fan. You, you know, you got into wrestling, you had, you know, you had your wrestling idols like John Smith, but, but, you know, with you getting into, I guess, you know, not necessarily like filmmaking, but, but, you know, uh, doc making and media stuff like storytelling. that. Storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Storytelling of yeah. our with, you know, with you getting into storytelling, uh, are there any directors or, you know, writers at this point that you, uh, that you personally uh, look up to? No question. Jason yeah. Hare. Oh, yeah. Jason Hare was the last director of The Last Dance. But before that, he did two of my other favorites. I don't know if you've ever seen Fab Five. Oh, that's fantastic. About the Michigan yeah. scandal. Yeah. yeah Same director. And then also The Bad Boy. Not The Bad. He didn't do that one. But he also did The 85 Bears. Yeah which is also one of my mm. favorites. So that, that same director put together some of my favorite stories. So mm -hmm. far and away, Jason Ayer is one. Um, there's another one um, here in Chicago. My God, it's embarrassing. I'm blanking on his name. But he did one called Hoop Dreams in the early 90s. And Hoop Dreams oh, was like the first doc that. ever. It's yeah, awesome. Um, not first doc ever, but one of the first big sports docs. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's just... Uh, it's an incredible time for documentaries. I mean, not even within, not just within sports, but in general. I mean, it's, this is the golden era of, of documentaries. Absolutely. Who, who reached out? Did you reach out to them, to John Smith, or, or were you contacted about all that? So this is, it's a good question. I had reached out to John a lot to get interviews, and it's just really hard to do so before this. But uh, actually, USA Wrestling and the National Wrestling Hall of Fame they're doing this series called Etched in Stone, which profiles members of the Hall of Fame. And they're the executive producers on this. And they're the ones who contacted me and said, hey, would you want to do a documentary on one of the Hall of Fame members? I'd go, I'd love to. And it was actually Pat Christensen's the guy's name. Mm. And I go, well, the story I want to tell would be the Smiths. And so he made it happen. And next thing I know, we had interviews lined up with John and Pat. And I go, if you guys can get those lined up, I'll interview every, I can line out 
all the rest of them. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, they really kind of opened the door for me. That's Who's awesome. been the most unique? You said you've interviewed 35 people for this? For, thi- for this, yeah. Who's been the – is there one that's just like kind of a crazy interview that you've had? Yeah, I mean – so I've interviewed John three times. Each one's about two hours, and that wow. was over three different months. I interviewed Dan Gable, specifically about the Smiths. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably the most wild interview would be Randy Lewis. Do you guys know oh, who that is? I, I, I think I've heard of us. Yeah, so <laughs> listen, listen to this, right? This is the craziest story ever. So Randy Lewis wrestled for Iowa, was an incredible Iowa wrestler. In 1984, Leroy, who is John's yeah. older brother, makes the 84 Olympic team beating Randy Lewis. Randy Lewis takes it to court, protests a certain scoring exchange, and the judge agreed with him and essentially gave Randy Lewis a chance to re-wrestle Leroy Smith. So Leroy Smith at the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics. Meanwhile, Randy Lewis is in court with Dan Gable, and they agree to let Randy re-wrestle Leroy one more time. So he does. Randy beats Leroy, and now Randy's on the team. Okay. And so when this is all happening, John was a freshman in college. So fast forward four years to 1988, John's the number one wrestler in the world at the same weight class. And guess who comes out of retirement? Randy Lewis. So now John is wrestling Randy Lewis for a spot in the 1988 Olympics. And out of nowhere, Randy Lewis beats John Smith and upsets him. And luckily there was a number of matches that spring that led up to the Olympics but I mean, there's this, I mean, think about this guy, Randy Lewis, who in 1988, John beats Randy to make the Olympic team. But in 84, Randy took John's brother to court, you know, about a spot on the Olympic team. And so when I interviewed Randy in Des Moines in August, I mean, it was just awesome because he had so many different stories to tell. And he had been on so many different receiving ends of it. And all in mm-hmm. all, it's a lot of respect for the Smiths. I mean, that one sticks out. But I mean, far and away, the first time you sit down with John Smith in his office, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Hey, so yeah, another question I was going to ask. So, you know, you, Dean talked about, uh, you know, one of the 35 people for this docuseries you've, you've, uh, you've interviewed, but my question, you know, uh, I listened last week to the, I I listened last week to the uh, Chris Pendleton episode, which was awesome. But I mean, I mean, John Smith, he's a huge figure, but Oklahoma state, I mean, you know, there's, I guess, John uh, uh, John Smith uh, disciples, John Smith students, you know, all, all se- seemingly like even Chris Pendleton, people all over in the rest of the world somehow, you know, are traced back to OSU in, in, so- in, sh- in some way, shape or form. So, you know, interview, even before you uh, really, you know, knew that you were going to make this episode, did, did, did other interviews with OSU alum uh, or, you know, OSU wrestlers uh, kind of, uh, kind of uh help you better understand john smith and the and the smith family absolutely um to your point we had a lot of osu guys on the podcast before this ever started Uh, chris perry was episode like 17 i think he was one of the first first guys that came on that was a big name but yeah i mean uh, when i was in high school i graduated in 07 oklahoma state won four national titles in a row in like 03 04 05 06 so they were the, f- the most popular team by far. So I've always had an interest in Oklahoma State. But, I mean, think about the biggest name in MMA, Daniel Cormier, yep. John yep. Smith connection. Yep. I mean, it's like there's so many uh, connections. So Oklahoma State's always been something that's fascinated me, especially being an Iowa fan. You know, you never really knew much about them until uh, 
until you really start digging in. Yeah, that's super cool. Marcus, do you other questions, guys? I mean, how are you, so you do say you're pretty in touch with, with the current, uh, you know, what's going on in college wrestling right now. Like, do you keep up with that pretty yeah. closely? Yeah. What are your expectations for the season? I think there will be dual meets. I don't know if there'll be yeah. a national tournament. Um, I also think all the wrestlers wrestling this year, it won't be counted against their eligibility. It's going to be a free year. The thing that's confusing to me is why college basketball is going on, but college wrestling isn't. I would think that all the winter sports would just move forward at the, at the same time. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. The other big thing that's going on this year for wrestling, you know, the Olympics is the biggest event for wrestling. Sure. And the Olympic trials are in April. They were supposed to be last April. So curious to see what happens there. But, I mean, I hope there's a college season. We'll put it that way. Yeah. No, it's do, it, it, do you think – sorry, go ahead. Go for it, Adam. No, go no, for it. I was just going to say it's really interesting about the, you know, you say free year because we talked to John Smith. You know, he uh, – he, uh, uh, Coach Smith told us, you know, this year, uh, this year, uh, red shirts don't, you know, this year I'm not going to redshirt any anyone. So, you know, because the eligibility doesn't count against you. Ex yeah. Exactly. Well, that's what he was yeah. saying. Like, you know, so there's going, you know, there could be a huge range of, you know, uh, wrestlers in a particular lineup. So, yeah. All I got to say, boys, is when are we going to get an Ocali exclusive on Ferrari? I mean, yeah, this kid is the number one prospect in the country. He's built like a Greek specimen, and he's got a personality that's incredible. No, I, I want to see him on the front page of the collie. Yeah, no, the tough I, thing with that is um, – I'm just giving you a hard With COVID no, no, the media availability and all that you're, stuff, you're it's true. hard to get AJ Ferrari in the room for, you know, X amount of time. We kind of have to rely on whoever athletics provides us. But once we get AJ Ferrari, uh, yeah. um, the rest I assured, could, we will get a story on him. Man, I would just – I would love to uh, – I'm just fat. I've had him on my podcast. I never mm -hmm. published it because he was just in high school at the time. Mm -hmm. And I really, he didn't say anything bad, but I just know that no. if I was in high school, God knows how dumb I would have sounded. That's um, a good point. And so I didn't publish it, but I got to know him just through that. And I'm like, God, this guy's a, yeah. you know, he's a good dude. And I just think he's exciting. And um, I just like things that are exciting for wrestling. And no, that's people are talking about, him versus Gable Stevenson, this great heavyweight from Minnesota. They've been calling yeah. each other out. It's just yeah. fun. I just no, like that, no uh, believe me, last week during our media availability, I asked, hey, coach, and uh, is, can we talk to AJ Ferrari? He's, and then he told me, sorry, he's not available. So, Yeah, nah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know the rules and how it all works. Of but, course. Uh, no, I, I understand. I just think it's cool you guys are doing it at the ground level, man. It's, yeah. I'm envious of – of how early you guys are starting your, your careers here. Yeah. Adam, don't you have a story of, of uh, seeing AJ Ferrari on campus oh, and he said something to you? Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. This, okay. Yeah. This is definitely going to be interesting. So I I've seen him walk around a, a few times, a few times on campus, but there was this time, may, I don't, maybe mid, mid October. So uh, in our student union, there is a Chick-fil-A in the Chick-fil-A in the student uh, Oklahoma state student union. So I'm, I'm waiting in line and, and AJ Ferrari is, I think two people ahead, ahead of me in line. So he gets his food. Uh, you know, I don't know him. He doesn't know me. He, he just turns to me. He's like, Hey man, what time is it? So I pull out my phone. I'm like, Oh, it's two twenty nine. He's like, no man, it's gains o'clock and just started flexing. And I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's that's what i'm talking about though that's yeah oh my God. yeah so 
But he just so. he had no reason to even say that to you. It's not like you. <laughs> no, absolutely. He just, so he's is he just saying that to random people around campus? Uh, apparently. Oh, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing I've heard. I've I've heard he's a big personality, but it. it yeah, it, it was crazy. His Twitter, it, his Twitter shows he's a big personality. He's like the Adam Engel of Oklahoma State wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, no, that that's super cool. But yeah, so yeah, that's that's the only I guess interaction I I have with him. But you know, t- talking uh, last last week, uh, you know, guys like what well, what I've learned, and and you know, honestly, I think this probably speaks volumes about John Smith, but what we've learned, I guess all of you guys maybe can collectively agree with the wrestlers that we've talked to in media availability. I mean, I've been impressed. Uh, all of them are extremely polite, very respectful. And, and, you know, honestly, it's a little thing, but I, I you know, be, re- respect and, you know, be, just being nice and kind is just huge. But so do you, so you, when you go to do interviews, mm-hmm. They, I guess I just kind of thought you got to talk to the whole team. So, like, it's they yeah. send out who they want to do press or – Yeah. Right yeah. now it's like that just with – because everything's with, over Zoom. So, they yeah, just take a couple COVID. people to put on there. Uh, yeah, but normally, sense. yeah, it would be you get to talk to who you want to. Yeah, essentially we have, like – so, let's say there's, like, 10 people on a wrestling availability. You have people mm-hmm. from blogs and uh, local newspapers. Everyone's writing the exact same stories because there's such limited content right now. It's like, yeah. okay – this person yeah. has this question everyone writes a story on it it's basically the same it's it's yeah. rough but it what's it like uh i mean is there is there a whole different team that follows the football team or do you guys do that as well yeah well uh uh some okay so some of us do so we have our editor and sports editor our editor in chief sports editor they're like the main writers but uh all three of us uh all three of us uh can uh contribute a little bit to football like for example during the gotcha. football games, because, you know, it's our, you know, the, the big sport, we, we really try to push out a lot of content. So for example, every week I write by the numbers, which, you know, I pull a few stats, few numbers from the football game, right about that. Marcus, what, uh, I forget, uh, what do you I do? I do quick game story. So basically when the football game clock is at zero, I have to have something turned in. It's like, Hey, Oklahoma state won or lost yeah. by this amount. Here's what happened in the game. And then I go on the, the uh tri- not triple play i forget what it is like uh img college radio and i get oh, yeah. quotes from there because they talk to the players and then occasionally if someone doesn't uh, uh want to work that particular football game off on the yeah. places so i have two to three things a week and i mean it's it's pretty fun but and it's then, on the like it's like that though like right at the zero zero minute of the game you gotta have something turned in yeah i'm the yeah. only one that's like that though everyone else wow. has the liberty to wait a little bit longer Okay. And then Dean, it, it's interesting because Dean is a uh, Dean. You're actually from Stillwater, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know he he has the I guess the benefit because most of us are back home, but since he lives in Stillwater, he covered the I think the you covered the OSU game on Black Friday mm-hmm. or I guess that's yep. Saturday. But yeah, yeah. No. So yeah, I think looking back, well, we just. Because with this whole Zoom, we have about a forty-minute time limit. So, is 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 there anything else, Ryan, that you'd you'd like to say? No, and I apologize for taking you guys all over the map. I'm just interested no, in what you guys are doing, but no, I no really problem. appreciate. And actually, I, we just saw that yeah, it got upgraded to unlimited minutes, so you can take as much time as you want. Wait, it did? Um, yes, it did. Yeah, I had a little notification too. Okay, um, well then, yeah, that's awesome. No, I really uh. 
one, I really appreciate the fact that you guys are, are covering wrestling. Uh, I think that's great. And two, I'm just honored to be on here. Adam, thanks for uh, shooting me a message on Twitter. And Yeah, no problem. You know, once the, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer or not. Um, I did, of yeah. the Of the doc, but I'll, yes. I'm doing two more trailers. I'll send you guys those. And, man, whatever I can do to help, just let me know. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, is there anything you want to plug? You want to plug your Twitter where people can check out yeah. your stuff? Yeah. Um, Instagram's Wrestling Changed My Life. Twitter is Wrestling Changed My Life as well. Um, the easiest way to listen to the show is just I have a text message service. So if you just text the word wrestle to the number 22454, we'll subscribe you to the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. But you can listen uh, Apple, Spotify, anywhere there's, anywhere there's podcast. That's really cool. Yeah, no, I was thinking, you know, definitely we definitely we we will probably uh we will probably uh have you on again, you know, just just to talk Bring about me back this on, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, him back when the uh the docu series yeah. airs yeah. and we'll all give it a listen and we'll react yeah. to it. That'll be fun. That'll be Which, awesome. I'm I think, excited. I think yeah, I think we need to put out a nice whenever yeah. when, when the docu series drops, I think the O'Kali's going to have to put out a nice feature story on it. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Maybe. Uh, love yes. it. <laughs> a triple, a triple byline, triple co byline. All three. I'm yeah, sending yeah, Lumanati's yeah. pizza to all three of oh, you guys. Frozen. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Right, they oh. dry freeze it and we'll ship it. So I'll do awesome. that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Hey, so I was just gonna ask. I I know you said January. Is is there a particular day that that the episode one will be released, or is just up too in soon? Air? Too, too soon. soon. I get okay. sweaty palms thinking about yeah, that because yeah. I got a long way to go. But, no, I get it. Sooner the better, because I have other stuff I'm excited to work on after this. Um, TBD right now, though. Um, but it will air on the uh, – it's going to go live on – so kind of like how Last Dance was on ESPN first and then Netflix mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. This will first go live on the podcast Etch and Stone. Oh, okay. I'll listen to it anywhere. And then a month later on my show. But nonetheless, January is when you'll be able to listen to it. And I would, I'd love to come back on and uh, yeah. do a couple of recaps with you guys. That'd be yeah, fun. No problem. Well, I was just going to ask, you know, you said, you said you, there's some other projects. Do you, are, are you comfortable telling us what yeah, are, what are some of, of the other projects that you are working on? Uh, no, I'm not working on anything yet. I just have a, a list of ideas, but mm -hmm. um, one is a film doc I'd like to tackle. Um, I'm a huge boxing fan as well. Ooh, so yeah. There's a uh, so he'll be watching Floyd Mayweather fight one of those Paul brothers. <laughs> oh my gosh. gosh! Can you believe that? Yeah, that's that's money. crazy. M money, money, money. There's a, but there's a there's a boxer from my hometown who was a world like a legit world champion in the oh, 90s, wow. but then his career came collapsing down when he got caught up in a cocaine smuggling ring. And so I'm Jeez. like, that's he just got out of jail. He served 20 years. That is a story right there that I cannot wait to tell. Um, so whether or not I jump away from wrestling next or if I do one more wrestling documentary and then tell that boxing one, we'll see. But um, there's another wrestling story where this guy, his name's Reza. He used to wrestle for uh, the Iranian national team in the 70s. And then when the, when the Islam leaders came into power, his whole family got pretty much thrown in jail. And so he fled the country and then he escaped to the United States. And that's an wow. incredible story. It's called... Uh, his name's Reza Abibi. Wow. Um, so I've interviewed him, but I, I'm just like, man, that's a whole story that I could tell. So there's ones like that. I mean, uh, but those are two that have really been been festering most no, recently, I would say. That's super cool because that's the thing. I mean, wrestling is an international sport. I mean, you know, they're, in fact, you know, just listen, listening to uh, all the stories, you know, uh, in Russia and stuff like that is just, it's nuts. 
but yeah, but yeah, no, uh, yeah. Once again, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, Marcus, Dean, is there anything that you guys like to add? Yeah, check out all our stuff. Um, Leo Kali <laughs> has put out at least two, maybe, uh, articles today. Yeah, um, over commits and. We've got some good stuff going on, so make sure you. What's follow. the best way to look at it? Twitter? Is it the website? Yeah. So, you... well, yeah, so, yeah. So, go ahead, Marcus. All right. So, okali.com or Twitter at okali, and then our three individual tours. We always post what we um, have published. So I'm at Marcus Trevino SA, and then you guys. And then, well, Me. yeah, I'm uh, Adam A D A M Ingle E N G E L nine at Adam Ingle nine, and then Dean. What, Dean, what's yours again? I'll shoot you a follow, Ryan. Beautiful. Okay. Sounds All good, right. my friend. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no problem. I appreciate it, gentlemen. Have a yeah. good weekend. Yeah, you too. So, once again, this was Ryan Warner of the Wrestling Changed My Life podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, for listening and we'll talk to you later.